Welcome to the Broadcast Dialogue podcast, the show all about the media industry in Canada. Dielectric is a leading provider of innovative broadcast products. Now celebrating its 80th year of operation, the company builds and delivers antennas and RF systems optimized for every TV and FM radio broadcast need since 1942. We are with Keith Pelletier. He is the president of Dielectric. Keith, welcome to Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast again. Absolutely, David. Thank you for having us and and good morning. Now, uh, you exhibited at the Central Canadian Broadcast Engineers uh, Convention in the Toronto area in late August. So tell us what you were exhibiting, the key items and technologies. Yeah, absolutely. So we sent our uh, regional sales manager up there, Corey Edwards. He spent a lot of time primarily with the FM broadcasters uh, and and discussing our advancements and and what we have been doing in in the FM uh, realm. So a lot of key advancements discussed, and we can discuss that a little bit further in the podcast, is our artificial intelligence and what we're doing in HFSS as far as accuracy, speed to market, uh, getting quicker designs uh, to the end users. Um, so we spent some time uh, discussing what we were doing there. He also discussed our RF Hawkeye, which is real-time monitoring of the uh, RF system, uh, showing the user how the system will determine if something is degrading and how to take steps to take the appropriate actions to get the system operating at 100% again. So very excited about this product. We probably have over 50 of them installed in the United States, monitoring systems live, and uh, have now have stories on you know, degradation that the systems have caught and how much money it saved the, the end user by taking action in very little time to get back on air. And the cost of the repair was significantly minimized in both labor and uh, parts uh, by having the RF Hawkeye in the system. So quite a bit of time spent uh, with that product. Another topic that we've talked about in the past is our FM pylon. So quite a few uh, enhancements and development work done by Dielectric with that product in the research and development side. We have a prototype that is been worked on it and we are currently looking for a home for that uh, and also uh, building another uh, prototype uh, to showcase the results of that product. So I think primarily those were the three uh, focus points that we we looked at and also we can discuss it in a little bit more detail is um, AIO and Manifold combining because that was another hot topic uh, with the FM users up in uh, CCBE. But overall very excited uh, to be at CCBE, and a report back from Corey was, uh, you know, it was a very successful show uh, for him and for Dielectric. Now, Dielectric.com, you will find information on the RF Hawkeye, the FM Pylon Project, and more, so you can check that out, Dielectric.com. We'll get back to some of the work you're doing in Canada in a bit, but let's touch on some of the top projects worldwide that Dielectric is working on. Certainly, there's there's a couple of projects that we have in house that uh, that we're working on that are that are pretty unique, and based on our capabilities and our portfolio of of what we've done over the past four or five years, it opens up many doors and gives 
the broadcaster's opportunity to look at us uh, as the leader. Currently, we are working on a, an antenna that's going on top of Empire State Building uh, that has to be able to fit into uh, the elevator. So if you look at a typical TV antenna, you know, that's about 40 feet in length, we either build that with a center fed T so it comes in two 20 foot sections or uh, a bottom end fed T, which would be a single piece in 40 feet. So being able to look at, you know, some of our designs, look at the design portfolio and be able to make a multiple section antenna that's easily uh, put back together in the field on such a building is vital and, and clearly based on our experience, you know, the end users knew that, you know, dielectric would be able to come up with a, a solution. So that product is currently uh, getting ready to ship this month. We're very excited about that. There's a couple of uh, international orders, uh, specifically in Africa that we're looking at, both on the FM and TV side. So a lot of, lot of key projects, both in the United States, Canada, and, and worldwide where you know, our broadcast customers are looking at us as the experts and hopefully translates to some orders and uh, some very happy customers. Keith Pelletier, president of Dielectric is with us. There are competitors of yours out there. Why should people look at Dielectric as the company of choice? That's a great question, David. I think based on our experience, both our people, uh, our knowledge base and how deep we are in the engineering side, but also if you take a look at uh, you know what we've done over the past uh, couple of decades, project wise, we're second to none. And I think we utilize you know our project base and portfolio, what we've learned, what we've been able to do really good and continue to expand upon that. Um, so both from a technology standpoint, product standpoint, um, and just continuing to push the envelope to have speed to market and, and better accuracy to market. I think Dielectric uh, has and will continue to look for ways to uh, improve. And, you know, we're not talking baby steps. We're talking, you know, taking large improvements that, you know, the broadcasters in general are going to see uh, the benefit uh, from utilizing us. Um, you know, our databases show, you know, what we've done really well, you know, taking a look at each customer and broadcast need, there's different engineering that needs to go into each site specifically. And I think if you look at the pool of projects that we have that we can start from and then start to manipulate and, and make small changes to make fit in, in new markets, it's that product portfolio and engineering talent uh, that's in-house that I think the broadcasters of the future will need uh, from us over our competition. All right, Keith. Now, earlier in the year, we did a previous podcast and we talked in depth about uh, the artificial intelligence based directional FM antenna pattern verification. And let's see where we are with that now. Give us any updates and what you might say to some of the Canadian folks in the work uh, up in Canada regarding this. Yeah, that's a great question. And so our artificial intelligence optimizer, we've discussed it in the past, you know, in the United States, we're waiting for the FCC to give us the green light uh, to to do uh, everything virtually um, in design. We anticipate that happening in September. So this month, uh, which will allow us to do everything, all of our designs virtually uh, for FM customers in the United States. But if you look at what we have done with that since the last time we talked, 
Uh, specifically in Canada, we just shipped uh, three FM antennas to uh, Nova Scotia and New Brunswick uh, just in August of this year. Uh, it all used the AIO uh, process to design those patterns for them. So very excited to see you know how happy those customers are once they get those up and on the air. In addition to being able to use it for the Canadian customers, we, we are also using that tool in our proposal stage. So what used to happen is customer would come to us with a specific tower size orientation and an antenna model uh, and say, hey, look, this is the pattern that I need. We would look in our database and say, okay, we've done something very similar. We think that we can do this and here's something close to what we're going to get. And and sometimes, you know, there was some back and forth there. It, it didn't go to range time. So today, what we're doing with with AIO is getting the customer's requirements at the proposal stage, running the analysis, and, and we're able to say, hey, look, this isn't something close. This is actually what you're gonna get based on the, the, the site data that you've got. Um, so I think from a sales tool and a sales perspective, instead of saying, hey, look, we're very close with this pattern, we're actually saying, this is the pattern you're going to get, which allows us to be a lot more successful and gain the confidence of the broadcasters saying, you know, you know, with this new optimizer, we're able to get you there. And we also have over 100 of these systems that we've done in TV that have been uh, drone tested. And it, we can show the accuracy from, you know, how we designed it, what we proposed, and then finally it matching up with it with a drone measurement. So again, it goes back to customer confidence uh, in what we're doing and, and being able to use this technology to our advantage. One other key thing that we are doing with AIO just as of late, based on some uh, high-end uh, projects that we're working on, is develop the output spline of a manifold combiner. So just real quick, a manifold combiner, specifically an FM, is half the components of what is traditionally traditionally used in a constant impedance filter. So in, in some of the current projects that we're working on today, we have been able to put the channels into a manifold combiner, develop that manifold combiner phasing and everything, 100% in AIO. So when it hits the lab, the project is is basically tested, validated, and, and shipped. Again, speed to market and accuracy uh, are two things that we uh, take pride on. But that manifold combiner, if you is also one half the physical size of a CIF combiner. So going into some of these um, buildings that don't have a lot of space and or transmitter rooms that don't have a lot of space. Traditionally, the CIF is built for expandability. The manifold, you have to know the channels going in to that system and it, and it has limitations. Well, dielectric has just advanced its technologies where that manifold combiner no longer has limitations. It'll have open ports for future frequencies going into it. And with AIO, when those channels go in, we can say, okay, does anything change to your output spline? And if it does, maybe it's just a single piece of uh, TL that needs to change. And it gives them the same flexibility as a CIF, but actually with better electrical performance. So both the loss, group delay, uh, and some of the key things that customers are looking for uh, are a lot better in a manifold combiner. And without the use of this engineering team and 
pushing the technology within the AIO. You know, we've always discussed what we can do on the antenna side. Just as of late, we've we've really pushed the envelope on the combiner side, and we think FM broadcasters and television broadcasters in in a manifold design will benefit from this technology. So again, I think each time that we talk, you know, the story is is that Dielectric is going to continue to push the envelope with uh, technology and and take the next step for the broadcasters. And you know, it's examples like this that you know, back up the words of the leadership team and myself that, hey, we're, we're going to continue to look for things to make us better and the broadcasters benefit from it. So very excited about this technology and, and what else we can do with it. So excellent question and thanks for asking. Citing innovative technologies from Dielectric, Keith Pelletier, president of Dielectric. Thank you for your time today on Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. Absolutely, David. Thank you for your time and uh, always a joy talking to you guys. Thanks for listening to Broadcast Dialogue. For more information about the podcast or to receive exclusive access to our weekly briefing about the Canadian media industry, visit us at broadcastdialogue.com. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, connect with us on LinkedIn and follow us on Twitter and SoundCloud. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com.